Hey, Ro. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm good. Sunday morning. I actually really like recording on a Sunday morning. It's nice, isn't it? Then you feel like you have the whole day ahead again. It's, it's nice. You start okay. off. It's, I always get a buzz after we do uh, episodes because I know we can't do them in, in person anymore. But you feel like, oh, no, I've, I was up chatting to one of my mates today. Like, you know, was, so you feel like you did something or perks you up or something. You feel like you socialised, I guess, in some way. You feel like you socialised in some way. Yeah. Um, um, any housekeeping okay. before we dive right in? Hold on, I'm going to, is that my WhatsApp linking there? Hold on, I'm going to turn it off. Um, I don't think so. No housekeeping. Well, thanks so much to everyone. Um, over the past couple of weeks, we've had a couple of new patrons. So thank you so much. Um, every 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 everyone is appreciated. Like it's insane, and it's so funny because like we don't have so many patrons that like we kind of lose track. It's like maybe once every couple of weeks we'll get one or two, and we'll be like, ah, Jesus, thanks so much. Like it's so nice. So uh, thank you for becoming a patron. If you're not a patron but would like to support us in some way, you can go to patreon.com forward slash state of us. Yeah. and you can pledge five quid a month and you'll get a back catalogue of 45 episodes of oh. our uh, patron-only series, Shy Talk, uh, plus new ones every two weeks. If you want your mind to be really blown or just freaked out, you can go back to exactly a year ago when we were talking about COVID at the beginning, and it's mad. It's really actually, I probably wouldn't recommend you do that because it's freaky, because um, I did that, and I was like, what the heck? But uh, there's so much there. Yeah, so much there. When did we start? Two years ago? No. I don't know. The past yeah. year seems like a blur, so I actually have no idea when we started doing nope. Shit No, concern. But there's a hell of a lot of episodes. Yeah. Um, also, this is hopefully... No, it is. This is the last weekend of 5K Limits, right? The last weekend of 5K Limits, but we still can't go to each other's house. No, that's fine, though. I, I literally can't believe... Like, this hopefully will be the last time we ever have to talk about a 5K Limit. Ever. Hopefully. That's a nice way to think of it. Yeah. That's a lovely way to think of it, actually. And it can only get better from here. Do you know what? Sometimes I have people say that and then you hear some stooge saying, well, until the next virus comes along and you're like, oh, for God's sake. Well, the thing is, is people keep going on about how God, unprecedented times, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's true. It hasn't happened in our lifetime, but pandemics happen to the world. like... Yeah, it has happened. There's been what two major pandemics in the past century. Like, the only difference now is we live in an age where we're all connected at all times, and we also live in an age where there's like more division and lack of trust in authorities than ever. So, people are seeing a pandemic as something that's being done to them. Yeah, and it's like, no, this is just human existence. This is just this is just biology. Like, viruses happen they wipe out species you know do you remember uh, even like bird flu and mad cow disease and stuff that's happened like i know it didn't have big impact but like do you remember there was a time where we had to wipe yeah. our shoes in the airport but night disease yeah yeah, yeah. like there yeah. has been diseases this one is just unfortunately was like highly contagious between humans and um obviously really serious well that's the thing like i mean we've we haven't had to experience this level of like a lockdown but i mean People knew it was coming. Did I tell you about the mad uh, Oprah thing? No. No, there's a... Oprah put up a video on her channel. Um, I, I just realised I talk about Oprah, I think, every episode. 
she put up a video from her channel and it's a video from about 15 years ago and she's talking to a pandemic expert or a virologist or whatever and he is basically talking about a hypothetical pandemic or epidemic that's going to hit the world uh he was like we're pretty much overdue it like whether it's going to be tomorrow next year in 10 years it's going to happen and this is like 10 or 15 years ago and he was giving a hypothetical view of what would happen so he was like well the first thing that would happen is all the borders would close and that would have a massive impact on um different states economies um trade uh you know, they said, and work. And he said, well, Oprah, you know, how many staff do you have coming to Harpo every day? Um, your staff wouldn't be able to come to work. Uh, and then he was talking about like PPE, which it wasn't called PPE then, but he was like protective gear, mask. He said, there's going to be a shortage. Like there's not enough. It's mad. It's mad. You should look it up. It's a great 10 minute watch. I'd say, has that gone viral now? Like people are like, remember he said this? No, it hasn't gone viral, but Oprah just put it up on her channel. But here's the thing. It's like, it's not like he's predicting the future. It's like people have been studying this for years and years and waiting for this to happen. Like, that's why we're so far ahead with the vaccine now, because there's been so much foundation work done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, enough about COVID, but it is fascinating. Anyway, the point is, is that we'll be grand. (laughs) We'll be grand. Anyway, look, I'm just so happy that one restriction is eased, like 5K, goodbye forever. See you never. <laughs> yeah, from midnight tonight. Yes. Always on a Monday. Yeah, but do you know what? It's so cold right now that I'm like, I think the first thing I would do is like go out for a swim one of the mornings this week. Oh, so fucking cold. It's so cold. I really get a chill in my bones. It's the wind, it's wintry winds. It's cutting. Yes, cutting, Jane. It's cutting. Um, but anyway, look, shite, 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 shite. On to some very exciting, very happy news. The bombshell that you dropped on, uh, on our phone. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you won't know, but I'm up the duff. Up the duff. And fairly up the duff. 22 weeks now, almost. That's mad. I like, can't I'm believe quite, how up the duff you are. I'm quite up the duff, like. You're, like, you're quite up the duff. Like, you there's know no hiding it now, like, you're pregnant. No, 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 preggers. Do you know what's mad is, in t- I think it's in two weeks' time, I think when you're around 24 weeks, it's called viability. So, look, obviously, this, you, I mean, you would not want a baby to be born, but the baby can live outside your body, like, if it was born. Oh, as in, like, the baby can live outside your body, so, like, if you were to... Go into labour early. early or whatever. Yeah. That's the point where the baby can actually live if they're put in an incubator type thing. Yeah, and I think, I think obviously, look, there have been babies born at 22 weeks, 21 weeks, all sorts, but I think 24 weeks is the is the week they say that, like, there's, like, a, I don't know, I can't remember the percentage chance of survival, but I was like, that is mental. It's ever inside me now in two weeks' time will be able to live by itself. Yeah, that's mad. That's mad. Mad. <laughs> mad. Okay, well, look, I mean, <laughs> we're just going to do a deep dive because uh, we had lots of questions in from followers. First of all, just being nosy as fuck. Uh, but first and foremost, how do you feel? You've known for ages, haven't you? You've known since I was seven weeks. Yeah, I've known for ages, but it's different now. I, I think at every stage it's different. Like it's... Yeah. Well, I told you... Well, okay, so we'll go back. I feel good now. I feel great, to be fair. And I feel really relaxed and happy and everything. But it wasn't always like that, Jane, was it? 
<laughs> so it's not so always like, like that. Like, yeah. So to go back. Okay. So I found out I was pregnant in December. Um, just very close to Christmas. Actually, funny story about how I found out was I was going for drinks. I had like, it was back in December. Remember, you could go places. Remember, it opened up for a while. Um, and I was going for drinks, like work. We're meeting in a small group for work and uh, I knew I was going to have drinks. So I said, I'd take a test. I don't even think my period was late at that point. But um, I said, I better to take a test because I, Sorry, I wanted... Sorry, COVID test or pregnancy test? Pregnancy test. Okay. <laughs> you have to check um, these days. Yes, and I have these really cheapy tests. They're not like your the fancy ones. They're like a strip test. They're really cheap, basically. Um, and I took one, and the lane the the line was so faint that I was like, "Dave, Dave, look at this!" And he was like, "I don't know, I don't know." And I I even did this thing where you can turn it in the colors into like negative. What's the word? Um, negative. Invert the colors so I could oh, see yeah, there's yeah. a line. It was so faint. Um, and then I got Dave to wee, <laughs> and I dipped one into his pee just to see what a negative looked like. <laughs> so that was my baseline I put them beside each other like, no it's definitely positive I ran to the shop and got a clear blue then that would actually say you are you aren't and it said I was so anyway I had to like leg it then to this lunch immediately after oh my god even poor Dave like sitting here in the house like wow <laughs> wait hold on I think we need to just go back for a little bit of context um someone who maybe not have didn't have any any idea that they might have been pregnant might have been on card seven if they had of weed on a stick and it said they were pregnant I don't think they'd be able to just go for lunch so no, no, just no. to dispel any rumors whatever it's, it wasn't a surprise no 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 we were trying to get pregnant so that was one yeah. of the questions okay I just wanted to put a pin in that <laughs> because it sounded like you're just like oh my god what am I gonna do anyway off to lunch <laughs> yeah, yeah Jesus yeah. Christ no 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 I, I want it to happen but um still mad well we'll get to it in the questions but still mad to have to then just go to lunch and I pretend like I had a fucking kidney infection or something I said um because why would I not drink I always drink these things but anyway look so I found out and everything was going fine but then unfortunately I did have some I wouldn't say bleeding we'll say spotting we will go detailed we'll say brown spotting to be exact okay. right just because this is we we are honest on this podcast Jane. yeah um I like I was, like how we know it's brown yes everyone yeah. that everyone um and of course freaked out like if anyone has experienced pregnancy and bleeding you will know that your tummy like drops t- down to your toes when you see it. It's like just the worst feeling ever because it's not something you associate with pregnancy. And you Google it and it's like, brown is all blood, but also get checked out. And then you're on, you're freaking out. Sorry, right? so brown I- is what? Old blood. Old blood, like from yeah. like a period or whatever. So like if you have brown at the beginning or end of your period, it's, it's blood that's already been exposed to air and it's oxidized. Okay, okay, okay. You know, red is fresh blood. blood. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, brown blood could be anything it could be like just leftover period or whatever um but anyway I was still just like you google and of course lots of miscarriage it's, it's also a miscarriage symptom so I um when was that I was probably six, less than six weeks and that was just before Christmas so I was actually at home for Christmas and my family didn't know I was pregnant I was obviously trying to keep it under wraps and the minute I saw this, I was like, I had to tell my mom. And I was like, I'm pregnant, but I've got this blood. And anyway, I re- the coom were brilliant. I went to the coom and they did an early scan. And she was like, oh, Did they give you an L vaccine while you were there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not friends or family, Jane. Big. Thing. Um, so this is Christmas Eve. I went into the coom. Like Dave came, brought me, brought me to the coom. Um, 
got a scan and she was like, you're only like five and a half weeks or six weeks. So the heartbeat's not there yet, but the, everything that should form a heartbeat is there. But she was like, but yeah, your, your, your sack doesn't look great. I was like, what? Excuse like me. essentially your, the baby is in a, something called a gestational sack, which obviously they live in. And she said, it's irregular in shape. And she was like, look, you're just going to have to wait it out, see what happens and come back in 10 days. And I was like, oh my God, like what? That is so uh, nerve wracking. Horrific. Hell on earth is when I could describe it. So that was Christmas Eve as well. So it wasn't like, she wasn't saying you're having a miscarriage, but she kind of was because she kind of said, look, when there's a problem with the sack, it's not good, like, you know, because that's, you know, whatever. And of course, I was Googling like mad and all the outcomes with sack related problems were not great. Um, So that was horrific. So that was over Christmas. So 10 days from Christmas Eve to like literally my scan then was on, you know, the first day you're back to work after Christmas and it's rotten because you're you're like, oh, January. It was COVID lockdown. Numbers were, as you remember, were really high. It was horrible. And I knew I had to go for the scan. But over Christmas, I was just so upset. And I was still kind of spotting on and off. So it's not like it had completely resolved. Um, so that's when I texted you, Jane. Well, I was hold a- on. I just want to stop you right there because I want to say as well, uh, over Christmas, obviously you hadn't told anyone, bar your mom and Dave pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I would never have known any of this. And I just want to make a point and just say like, no one has any idea what people are going through or especially even your closest mates. So I will just say to anyone listening to this, uh, always ask twice, remember? You know, the yeah. thing, always ask twice. Uh, but I just mean in general, whether it's something like this or anything else, like I had no idea this was going on for you, acting completely normal, everyone was wrapped up in Christmas and everything. Yeah. And it's shit, that's horrendous. And I'm so sorry I had to go through that. Like, that's really horrendous. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that because I think everyone... You've no idea what's going on in people's lives. No, you've no idea. And it was like, you know, yeah, as you say, Christmas. And But I also think it's important to talk about this because I think that like when you see someone have a pregnancy announcement on Instagram or whatever it is, it just seems so happy. And it is such a happy time when someone's announcing their pregnancy. But you don't see anything else that went on. And I think that's the problem. People are like, oh, my God, but their pregnancy seems so straightforward and so happy and they had no difficulties. And actually, most of the time, something whether they've struggled to conceive or whether there has been a bit of stress or whatever, there's lo- it's complicated. Like, so I do think it's important to, that it wasn't just like, woohoo, you know, it was terrifying. Um, it was horrible. It was the worst, honestly, the worst 10 days of my life, but I was also trying to enjoy Christmas and, you know, it was the longest time I'd off work and stuff that year. It was just yeah. so annoying. Two weeks off work just to sit and stew. Um, so, so I texted Jane, we were meant to record and I was going for the scan. I don't know what came over me. Because I just, I just had this, I was like saying, well, Jane, I don't know about to record because I'm going in for the scan. I think it's a miscarriage. No, so don't okay, <laughs> no, I'll give my point of view here. So like, okay, keep in mind, I had no idea any of this was going on. You didn't even know we were trying to get pregnant, really. I did kind of, but I didn't know that you were like actively, actively. Like, I know you said that you wanted to by a certain time, but I didn't know that you were actively, actively trying. Like we hadn't talked about it. Um, so I was kind of blindsided, but <laughs> we were trying to figure out a time to record. And I was like, something like, oh, are you free at seven or something like that or whatever. And Rose just sent me a text saying, okay, now a lot of info coming, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, what the fuck is she going to say? <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I'm pregnant. So pragmatic. Very you like in like, yeah, 
do a okay so I'm pregnant I can imagine you saying okay so I'm pregnant but or I think you said something like I'm six or seven weeks pregnant or whatever but I'm having spotting going to the coom blah 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 and it was just this wave of information that was like ah uh, uh, that yeah. I didn't even know whether to say like obviously I wasn't going to say congratulations I was like well uh, I was just like let me know <laughs> how, how it goes. goes like it's it's like you know it's and then even for a couple of weeks after like it's because I knew so early I suppose for a couple of weeks after it's like you still don't really know whether to say congratulations no. or so it was like I think you were you were just like let's just pretend it's not happening <laughs> until yeah. time it's yeah, bad. the way I thought of it was I was like if I go in today and get bad news I'll tell Jane anyway so I was like I might as well tell her what's happening. But then I had all this guilt, but then like even telling my parents and just, I was like, God, I'm bringing everyone on this such a stressful journey with me. But then I was like, no, of course you need support. Like, so it's important yeah. to tell people. But anyway, so I, I, yeah, I panicked, texted Jane and you were just like, well, look, like, yeah, I hope everything's okay. La, la, la. So I went in for that appointment in the cube. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Like ultrasounds are just, even if you're in, everything's fine. They are just the most nerve wracking experience ever because all the worry that you have in pregnancy, they put jelly on your belly and you know, or in this case, a wand up your vag, because when you're early pregnancy, you get an internal. A wand? Up they put a condom on it, Jane. They put a condom on it. It's it's mad. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> a wand? I just think when you say wand, I'm imagining like a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's literally like, how do I describe it? I mean, I guess it's like a small, like a very skinny vibrator type thing. Of Long. And then they put a condom on. So they take out this condom and it's just so comical. You're like, well, like, how have they not figured out something that isn't a condom for this? <laughs> but anyway, you just know in that moment, you're going to see your baby. And it's like, you're going to know it's so black and white. That's the only way I can describe it. You know, because all the days leading up to scans are worried and I want to hope everything's okay. And then you have this feeling of, well, I'm going to find out in five seconds. It's just wild. It's a wild uh, feeling. So I went into that appointment and I burst into tears and I'm not the type to burst into tears with like a doctor or someone I don't know. Right. Um, I just, not that you have to be a certain type, but I just wouldn't usually be emotional around strangers, basically. You're guarded. Yeah. I burst into tears anyway. And I was like, look, I know it's not going to, I know it's, uh, it's not going to have worked out. I just have a feeling and I'm still spotting and you know, whatever. And she just said, okay, well, let's just have a look. And you're just shitting, you're just shitting it, like, because your whole, because having a baby, it's like, whatever she tells you now, it's, it's such a big deal. Yeah. You know? And it's, anyway. it's, it's holding it for an awful long time as well. So it's like the culmination of like weeks and weeks and weeks of holding. And even longer, in some cases, if people are trying for a very long time, it's like, it could even be years of yeah tension and stress. Ugh. Yeah. So she put the, she was very good. She just told me so quickly, she put the wand in and she goes, she turns the screen around to, to face me. And I knew when she did that, I was like, oh my God, why is she showing, what? Cause like, they're not going to show you nothing there. And she was like, do you see that? There's the lovely heartbeat beating away. And I was just like, I said, you're joking. <laughs> and then she was like, no, everything looks great. And I was like, what? I honestly, uh... when Dave was waiting in the car cause bloody COVID, I'm by myself. So um, horrendous, like so horrendous. She goes, Yeah, you're seven weeks, two days. I mean, what I thought was wrong with the sack is it's all fine. Um, the heartbeat's strong, everything's great. Go back in two weeks just to make like obviously just for your own reassurance. I know you're obviously stressed. Um, and she's like, everything looks great. And I was like, Oh my god, and I said, Sorry, can I just text my partner really quickly? 
And she's of course. So I just texted Dave as I was still lying on this thing, being like, everything's fine. <laughs> he just wrote back, what? <laughs> it's like the last 10 days, like Jane, I was organizing like, okay, I wonder um, do I need time off work to have a miscarriage? Will I, like, when will we start trying again? Should I get tests to see if I'm okay? Like, why has this happened to me? Like, I was 100% convinced, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just waiting for her to tell me. So, so how yeah. did you feel then when, when, you, when you were told that, like, everything's grand? I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how lucky I was. That's how I felt, just so lucky. Because I'm so aware that, like, someone else could be sitting, because I, like, she... For her, because she's it's the early pregnancy unit, so you only go to this unit if you're having, if you've had multiple miscarriages or you've had bleeding, right? Um, or you have like pain or something. So she was very much like, oh, it's so great when there's good news. And I was like, God, is it often bad news? And she goes, most of the time, if you're here, it's bad news. And I was like, oh my God. And I just That's felt so, so lucky. And then I tell my parents, and they're like, oh my God, what? Um, so then, like, I mean, I'd like to say, I was like super chill and delighted then, but I was a nervous wreck for weeks and weeks and weeks until my 12 week scan. And I'd had three scans in between. Like I'd had one at when I went back to the comb at nine weeks, I had another one with this other test, blood test you get to see if there's any chromosome abnormalities. I can't say the words, but they do a scan then. So I had another one. So by the time my 12 week scan, I'd been scanned four times, but I was still shitting it. Like um, that's fair enough though. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like you just don't know. Yeah. So how do you feel now? So now I'm, 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 we've had our 20 week scan. All the organs are perfect. I am feeling kicks. So I feel like a different person. Even like, even I was saying today, like feeling kicks. Oh, weird. I find it very eerie. Uh, You know, do you see the pictures of like a little foot? (laughs) I know. I'm not there. Yeah, that'd be mad. But um, I'll talk a bit about the kicks. It's, It's related to one of the questions someone has asked, but, um, no, like, honestly, when I think back to the early pregnancy of this, like, early January, when I took me, I was only saying to Dave last night, that feels like a different pregnancy. I feel like we got pregnant again, and this is this pregnancy. Right, yeah, I get you. I'm so detached, I'm so almost, because I was so convinced it wasn't happening, I've almost, I almost detached myself from, I don't know how to describe it, that feels like a different pregnancy. It's also a long time, you have to remember, nine months is a fucking long time. It's actually ten months you're pregnant for as well. What? So you find out you're pregnant and you're four weeks. Oh, it's kind of complicated. But when you take a pregnancy test, right, you're technically four weeks pregnant. You're only two weeks pregnant because you got pregnant two weeks ago. But it's based on the day of your last period. So, so it's nine months pregnant. from your last period. So it's nine months from your last period to three times. I know, months. but some people have them early. Like. So tell me this yeah. now. When are you due? August. Do you have a date? Middle of August. <laughs> right, middle of August. Well, it's funny because my brother and his fiance Tash, they're about to have a baby, but she's due the 4th of May. But Oh, wow. I mean, she's about ready to pop. And what day is it today? Sunday 11th. I reckon that it'll be at least two weeks early. I'd say we'll be getting an L text now in the next week, week or so. Why so do you think that? She looks like she's about to pop. Yeah, that doesn't mean you are about to pop, Jane, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. The thing that's is, most people... A lot of people on their first babies go over, like my sister did and stuff. Like, so you are like, you could be like 40 weeks plus two, like, as in you could go way over. Oh my God. Well, look, I mean, we'll find out. Uh, but what was I going to say? What was I saying? I can't remember. But yeah, August, look, I, the date to me is kind of, I'm just like, whatever. But yeah, hopefully August could be September. You just never know. But um, 
Yeah, that's that. We we asked, we go to the questions. I think a lot oh, of the. Hold on, can I not talk about how I feel about it? Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry, Jen. Of course. <laughs> For all the people out there who are at the same point in their lives as we are, I just have to say, Roe is the first of our immediate friend group to have a baby. So yeah, don't I'm... forget about this. Don't forget about me because I feel like when someone announces they're pregnant, everyone's like, "Oh my god, are we at that age?" <laughs> no, I no, I wouldn't like. I'm delighted. Like I wouldn't say that at all. Like I'm not. Mm. Like not like that, but it is weird. It's yeah. it's like it's not about oh my god, am I at that age? But it is that kind of existential thing of like, okay, there's a little baby. It almost feels like there's a little baby coming into our friend group. Oh, you so know funny. what I mean? And it feels like like there's a part of me that's like, but where are we gonna pre-drink now? <laughs> <laughs> But then I'm also what? My house is the house. Is it? Well, I'm gonna have to take over now. Why then? Where the New Year's Eve party's gonna be? You're not um, But but it, it but it's not even like that though. I feel like we're just gonna be doing the same things and going out and about. But there's just gonna be a cute little bab there. Yeah, I hope. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm naive in that. I'm like, yeah, life won't change that much. I realize it's gonna change insanely. Well, I actually have one question from Andrea before we get into our listener questions. Yeah. Andrea said, are you worried about how your life is going to change? Do you know what's mad, Jane? Jane, you'll know, you know me very well. And I'm a very planny type person. And I'm a very, um, well, I got the start of my pregnancy, was, I was so stressed and anxious and worried. I'm so relaxed about, like, I haven't opened a book. I haven't really done any research about babies I don't even really I don't have never even held a bloody newborn baby um I'm not and, and about how my life's gonna change I'm not I don't have I don't know why but I I don't have any worries about that or childbirth or anything like that yes maybe it'll change but no I'm not worried about it I don't know why maybe because we're in lockdown and my life has changed so much in the last year like everyone has I'm like you know so I feel it, like it doesn't feel thing. like you're giving up a whole load of stuff yeah right now it doesn't and also I've realized how easy we can cope with change and a massive change in your life. And I'm like, no, you can do it. Yep. No, I'm not worried about it. Obviously I think it's easy to say now. Yeah. Like everyone's not out on the set and stuff. I'm not, I don't have any FOMO, but, um, oh, it'll change so much. I mean, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. But also like Andre always says this, like Andrea's always like, you can still do all the things that you did before. You just have to give like a little extra bit of consideration. Yeah. Like, loads more planning. Yeah, but that's it. Like you can still like Andrea always goes on about how like like her dad would bring her to the to the bar on a Sunday after mass and he'd get his glass of wine with his friends and she'd be there with her little olives and her coke and Aww. play with other kids. Like you can still do stuff like I I don't agree with when people say like, Oh, when you have a baby, that's it now. It's like, I no, know, you can go travelling with a baby. You can like you and Dave could start an Instagram and get a camper van and you'd be fucking... Can you imagine <laughs> you, Frankie, a baby in a desert, like, you know, in a oh, camper van? Like, would do really well on Instagram, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a different world. It's not like our parents when it's no, like, well, the woman stays at home and, the, you know, that's just, you know, it's not a thing anymore. It is different. No, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. But, like, the thing is, for me, when I realised I was ready, was that I, I wasn't scared of those changes so previously like in other years I would have been like oh my god but like I just felt that like I just wasn't ready for that responsibility and the way like a real like stupid way I thought about it was back when we were in the office days and like I was like on a Friday people are going for pints but you'd have to rush home to get the baby from a crash 
And I, that was like just, just a thought I would have had. And I'm like, God, I don't want to do that. I'm not ready for that. I want, and, and then it just changed. And I was like, no, I do want to do that. I don't mind, you know. And that was just a natural change for me um, that I realized what I wanted and what was important to me has, has changed, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, like, you can still go out for after work drinks. Like, I mean, you have Dave. You have Andrea down the road, who is literally. Yeah, but she spends all her time with kids, Jane. She needs a break. <laughs> no, Ro, I'm sorry. Like, she's so excited. Is she? <laughs> Andrea is more than me. Like, she's just so, uh, she's like, finally a little baby. And uh, she's like, like a babysitter. And I'm like, well, ask Ro. Like, she is a good babysitter. She has her first date. She has her everything. If I was going to leave with anyone, it'd be Andrea. Yeah, uh, but she's so excited. But anyway, the point is, is that like, you can still do things is what I'm trying to say. Just a yeah. little extra planning. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> some reactions I've had from people when I've told them though, people are like, oh my God, should I like... They think people go to themselves really quickly. I do the same. Whenever anyone announced the pregnancy, I was like, oh my God, do I need to start thinking about this now? Or I think about myself and my own plans to get pregnant. And it does make people think about their own situation. But what, like, what I will say is like, as you said, Jane, I'm the first in our friend group, really. Um, it's not like everyone's, everyone's having babies at the same time or anything. So that's scary in its own right. But um, yeah. I just, yeah, you kind of, people start freaking out a bit. Like that was my, that's my experience of when I've told people, they're like, oh God, maybe I'll try. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think that's kind of, I think that's completely natural. natural. It's like when someone gets married or whatever, like, I mean, totally. yeah. Uh, oh my God, another baby out of wedlock. <gasps> oh my God, a bastard child. Bastard. <laughs> God, isn't it mad that that was a thing? An illegitimate child. I know, oh, it's so gross! Them, like, if you weren't married, your child was illegitimate, like not a real human. Like, what the fuck? I always thought I just had. We both always had a feeling that we would we'd have a baby before we get married. That's it. So then you can I kind of relax to. by the time you get married, and you know. Well, getting married if we do would be a nice, a nice thing. I'm getting like kicked right now, by the way, and my on my bladder. So weird. So weird. The bladder thing is really weird. It's, that's. No, it's very strange. It's almost like um, a nerve endingy feeling. Ooh. Ooh. I don't like yeah. that. Well, there's loads of questions about that, so let's go on to it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Uh, it's so funny because I was saying to you last night, like, you can tell the age of some of the question askers uh, because some of them are like, oh, my God, were you scared when you found out? <laughs> well, I think that's a good question because I think no matter what age you are, you are scared. No, I do know that, but it, it kind of I kind of got a vibe of like, you know, if you have a pregnancy scare when you're 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are you going to keep it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's not funny. No, we're, we're, well, we have no, a dark no, sense of humor. We have a dark sense of humor. Yeah. Okay, let's go. So many. Okay, some we've already covered, but I'm going to pick out some of the yeah. what I think are the most interesting ones. Uh. Well, look, we've answered this. Planned or surprised? How are you feeling about it? We know it. You're delighted it was planned. Yeah, but let me just talk about that for two seconds. Um, yeah. It's funny. The, the, the reason I... My strategy for getting Dave on board was telling him that it could take a year. Good strategy. <laughs> Which it does. Like, so I was like, Dave, look, we could start trying now and it could take a year. Um, and he... Because he was like way slower to want to, want to try than me, just also to put that out there. Again, I think 
it's important to talk about this because when you see someone announcing a pregnancy, when I saw someone announcing a pregnancy, I was like, oh, but Jesus, Dave's not ready. It's so annoying. Well, how did her husband or boyfriend get ready? Um, in our case, one of the strategies that you, like I was ready from last year, like 2020, I was ready, but yeah. then COVID and all that shit. Um, but one of the strategies I used was it could take ages and look strategies. At it. Yeah. But you don't know. I, I wasn't like, ah, it won't. But I thought like a year is, is also quite a common amount of time that people might have to try for it. Um, but now it was the second month. So he was, we were actually a bit shook to be fair. <laughs> fair enough. Um, a year my ass for god's sake <laughs> well that's one of andrea's strategies for me now as well because yeah, I'm, I'm like dave like i'm like i know i want kids down the line at some stage i'm not ready right now yeah uh, but i also can't really get myself in the headspace of planning for it yeah I'm like whatever but andrea's like well you know it'll take a while you know we yeah. have to save money we have to do all these things and i feel like she's using the same strategy on me She'll like pop up and be like, bam, I adopted a child. Yeah, but to be fair, it was really hard for, for Dave like, to, to, to get to transition into that trying space and hard for me as well. And actually, it's 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 not what I thought it would be like. I thought trying would be, we didn't have to try very long. So I know I'm really conscious that some people have a really tough road there. But it was, um, I found it actually stressful, to be honest. I think that you think, oh, trying is so fun. And like, we'll just have fun with it. And like, it's our little secret. I honestly just found the minute my mind switched to trying, I just found it really stressful. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I wouldn't think of our little secret. Like, I, I'd actually be like, no, because now you're not, you're not having sex or fun anymore. Now you're having sex with an end goal and you're going to be keep checking. And you know me, like I was I was I wasn't like, let's just see what let's just not try but try. I was like, OK, no, I think I'm ovulating now. So like, let's go. You know, I'm yeah. very like, I was like, I want to have a baby. So I want to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, I think I think a lot of people would feel the same as you, though. Yeah, but the first period I got, so let's say we started trying in October, and then I got a, it didn't work, and I got a period in October. I was devastated, and I was like, God, you, that first period when you're trying is like, what if it doesn't work? You get such fear, um, which is really common. Um, and I was like, <laughs> now to be fair, I did give myself trust the first month, so that put the spanner in the works. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, typical, we can't even do it now. But uh, yeah, look, yeah. Um, well, look, I mean, two months in, did well. Did well, very lucky. Um, I mean, loads of people just said congrats and wishing you a healthy, happy pregnancy, which is very sweet. Um, but here's a good one, and it's less to do with you, but you know a lot about fertility and shit. Oh yeah, this girl is thirty and single. She still thinks she's like twenty five. Should I cop on now and get get freezing my eggs or something? That's a big life decision, really. Yeah, obviously, look, can't tell you what to do. Um. So I will direct you into in this woman on Instagram who works for a fertility clinic and does great Instagrams on all this. She has a highlight on egg freezing. I just checked this morning because I knew we'd be answering this question. She's called the fertility hack and she's on Instagram and she has a whole highlight about freezing your eggs and like the stats around it. La la la. Like what I will say is I think egg freezing is an amazing option, but like I, if I, I don't know. I think maybe eight grand, five to eight grand or something. I think a friend of mine looked into it and I think she said it's IVF without putting it back into your body. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. have to be in mind that it's actually really, it's, you know, it's a procedure and it's lots of hormones and it's a big deal. It's not just like bing, bang, bong. How long can they keep the eggs for? I don't know. They freeze them. I, don't, I have no idea how long. I think a long, long time. Okay, that's good. But um, 
I don't know. Like if I was her and I was 30 and single and we've lots of friends in the situation. And the, so the topic of egg freezing has come up a lot. Um, I would probably just check my fertility and get like a simple, more of a simple blood test that just says like, give you a lay of the land of where you are. If they say you're really low levels, then, then, then you can make a more informed decision. <laughs> but you could be grand. Like people have babies start start at their families at 35 36 or 70 40 like do you know yeah. i think there's this fear in us as women i saw an article just yesterday and it was like that there's a, it's a myth that fertility falls off a cliff at 35 of course it declines every year a bit but like it's it doesn't just 30 and you know no and do you know what else um my mom had a lot of fertility issues and my eldest brother they adopted my eldest brother uh and then Five years later, she would have been 33-ish. She had mm-hmm. my brother through a lot of fertility treatment. And then at 35 or 36, possibly, I'm getting all my dates. Anyway, later, for that for that generation, quite later, having babies, I came along naturally, a complete accident. I didn't know that, Jane. Yeah, my mum had a lot of fertility issues. So, um, she had, so she adopted and then she had fertility treatment and then you were just natural. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, no wonder you're a legend. Yeah, she exactly. She had trouble with her floating tubes. She had to get them untwisted or something. Blocked or something. Oh my God. Wow. I didn't so, know that. Anyway, I'm just saying, you never know. And also, yeah. there's other routes, you know? Yeah. Like, she won't mind me saying this. My sister started her, started starting her family around mid 30s, like, so, and has two beautiful children. Like, and, and actually, a, a friend of mine went to her GP to talk about egg freezing when she was 30. And the GP said, most women that are coming in to have their first babies are mid to late 30s. Like, it's just the way the world is now. So, look, I think it's great. It's a great, if you have the money, and why not? It'd be lovely to know you had a few, like, eggs in the bank. But um, I'd probably just go and get my fertility checked first, which is much cheaper, and then see what the crack is. Also, um, we did an episode at Rosemary McCabe. Well, I don't know when that was. Tw- Maybe over early a year 20? ago, well over yeah. a year ago, and she um was talking about how she got her fertility checked, and they told her she had like really low levels of something like AMH or something, so her eggs were really low. So she was really worried about that. She spoke about that in the podcast. You can you can go back actually. and listen to it actually. Yeah. yeah, she's actually pregnant now, and she was saying that she got pregnant really easily, even though she'd been told her fertility was going to be an issue. Um, so there you go. You just don't know. Who would have thought a year or so ago we were doing that podcast? You know. Now you're both up the duff, fair places. Well, when we did that podcast in my head, I was like, I hope I'm up the duff in the next while. <laughs> there you go. But I can't um, do my uh, uh, Here's a fun question. Any uh, weird symptoms, aversions or cravings? No, the cravings, the things you see on the films, like gherkins and ice cream. I mean, I've always loved gherkins, but um, no, nothing weird. Just I love food. I want to eat all the time. No, nothing weird apart from cereal, but I've always loved cereal. Um, but about caffeine? Oh, I didn't want coffee at all in the first three months, but now, now I can I can have it from grand. But um, I do get like absolutely high off caffeine if I have a coffee. But um, no, nothing weird. Like the smell of like dinner after it was cooked would make me throw up in the first few weeks. <laughs> like that dinner smell on your clothes, you know that kind of cooking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of it. Um, but the weirdest symptoms have to be that my pelvis my vagina bone feels like it's being ripped apart that doesn't that sounds way worse than any aversion it's pelvic gurgle pain it's a, 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 yeah it's quite sore um, well i guess it's everything's stretching yeah 
get ready to hold a baby like a baby i know that's every the now and then every now and then i get like a bowled over by like a human there's a human inside of you yeah but no i've been i actually to be fair feel grand i'm very lucky i'm fine absolutely fine i'm just eating everything all the time <laughs> come here to me uh this is a ballsy question yeah controversial but are you gonna breastfeed why or why I not I hope to, but yeah. Um, look, I don't think the person meant anything. She sent me a, a nice message in another question box saying like, congratulations and everything. But I thought it's an interesting question because like immediately I'm like, what would you feel if I said no? Yeah, weird question to ask. I wouldn't ask anyone if they're going to breastfeed. I actually just wouldn't really care what anyone's going to do. But look, this woman could be mad into breastfeeding and really an advocate for breastfeeding and maybe is curious. I totally get it. But um, yes, look, I hope to, but obviously I don't know if it will work out. That's the Hopefully. thing, yeah. I often think like, and of course, I don't think that this was meant by the message, but uh, what if someone can't breastfeed for whatever reason? Yeah, um, a lot of women can't or stop, uh, you know, or do for three months or one month or six months or a year or two years. It's such an individual journey. I, It's not something I, I, I mean, it's easy for me to say now, I think I'd be grand if I can't. I really want to. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Dead right. I'm nervous about getting my boobs out in public, which I'm sure I'll get over, but I'm quite prudish. Like, can you get what? A... what? Fucking smash that stigma, row. Yeah, but Jane, I can see you now, your eyes darting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I don't think I'd really care. No, I, I think I've seen know. enough boobs now. Yeah, and no, I'm only joking. I just I know me personally. Darting all over the place. No, but like what over the years when I've been chatting to women breastfeeding, I'm a bit like I'm when I'm older now. This is I haven't for years, but I'm a bit yeah, so you're gonna be full-blown flashing like you just lift yeah. up your thing did he yeah. i'll get over it i know because it's literally just they're not they're not sexual they're food <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. um come here to me uh what is what are the positive things you have experienced throughout pregnancy one of the positive things like it's just fucking like one of the best parts because i guess at the start of this episode you talked a lot about the stress involved yeah. What were the nice parts? Oh, Jesus. Just getting, every time you get a scan and get to see them, it's the best thing that's ever happened, ever. You're just fascinated. Seeing Dave be excited is just the, one of the best parts because I've uh, never, I just never thought we'd be there. And I know that sounds really weird, but I just couldn't visualize. We've been together for so long. So when you've been with someone for so long, it's hard to imagine. I don't know. It's hard to imagine such a shift in our relationship. But um, like even hearing him on the phone telling a friend, and like hearing him talk about stuff like buggies, I'm like, they, oh, it just makes me like, oh my that's god! So nice. Can so you do cute. me a favor? Yeah. Can you not be the parents who refer to each other as mum and dad? In what context? Like, one of my biggest, another one, another one of the pet peeves when parents refer to each other as mum and dad or mum and mum, uh, instead oh. of their names. And I'm like, no, you oh, still have an identity. Oh, God, Jesus, Jane, come on. Give me a break. Of course I won't. Some people do that. I hate it. I hate it. So, like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, wait, hold on. But obviously, if I'm saying to the child. No, gonna... but if you are in front of the child and you say, dad. Oh, people know? don't do that. Do yes, they do. Or, like, daddy, we get a bottle. You know, like. Ugh. Mom, no, we don't even call each other babe or anything like that. So I don't think, I don't think that's a, yeah, I promise. I, I promise hate you. babe. I also hate we're pregnant. I haven't said that yet. Like, oh, is is he pushing a 
a golf ball through his job site. <laughs> oh my god, I just got that. What is that a racist term? Japs, I oh my god, I never knew that either. Oh my god, oh my god, I never knew that's why it was called that. Oh my god, I am so sorry. So am I? I've been saying Japsite. Well, not that I've ever said it many times in my I life. I actually didn't. I didn't make any association with any sort of race or anything. I just thought it was just a funny no. name. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. You know more. You, what you know better, you do better. Let's put a pin no, on that for a sec. Never say that ever again. How did I never cop that? I don't know. Never. Oh my god, I feel kind of gross and dirty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Uh, any baby name picks yet? I mean, I don't anticipate you're going to drop no. the big reveal here, but what have the discussions been like? We have, we, we can't, we, we have very different ideas of what names we like. We did sit down yesterday and we have like, because we don't, it's a surprise of what we're having. We don't know what we're having. So we have like maybe four girls' names, maybe five boys' names. I've written them down and the whole lineal carol. By the way, we're going to be double barrel anchors. I'm sorry. No, I'm, <laughs> I anticipated that. I like that. Well, I wanted just Linny, but Dave was having none of it. Oh, uh, no, he needs some connection. Ah, of course, I know, of course. But, um, yeah, so we wrote them down on the paper. Let's just say a lot of a lot, a lot of them seem to end in, um, I don't know, how do I say this? E. You know, that kind of like, the lead, the lead, you know. Like, like Frankie. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I like those names too, though. Yeah, but that wasn't something I ever thought about. It's just when I wrote them all down, I was like, Dave, these all have a very similar ending to them. But um, honestly, the name thing is very difficult. We're, we're not we're not seeing eye to eye. <laughs> Look, I think it'll be a case of you're going to have all these discussions, but at the end of the day, you're going to be pushing out a human and you're going to be in the hospital. And it's like, wait, what do we call it? And I think you're going to get the last laugh. Yeah, we'll see what it looks like and what gender it is and all that. We'll see. Yeah. But it's such yeah. a big thing naming someone, isn't it? It is and it isn't. Like, I feel like if you could be talking about it until the cows come home and then as soon as the baby is named, you can't imagine it any other name. True, true. You no know, matter what name you pick. Would you be someone now that, like, I wasn't anyone that had, I wouldn't have said, the funny thing is, I, haven't, I wouldn't say I was a hugely maternal person over my lifetime so far. Yeah. Like some people, but, so I never had, like, baby names or anything like that in the back of my head. Like, I, do you know what I, I'm not massively maternal at all and I'm definitely not ready to have a kid but but I have had names but yeah. just because it's fun to pick names well that brings us into our next question Jane yeah so somebody asked she said she's in a in a female-female relationship oh yeah I have it here actually I'll read it I'm in a female-female relationship and I'd love kids in the future do you think you'll have kids in the future I assume this one's for me and not you yes oh, you've missed the point of the whole episode um <laughs> Do I think that I'm going to have kids in the future? I think I am going to have kids in the future. Uh, I'm not fully there yet. Uh, Andrea absolutely is. Andrea is hugely maternal. She's a she's a teacher. She works in childcare. Like she, like I feel like childcare and children. It's like her vocation. Yeah. Like yeah, the money shit, but she couldn't imagine doing anything else, and she loves it with all her heart. She loves kids and babies. Uh, I didn't have any younger siblings until I was 20. Uh, I was always the baby. I never envisioned having a baby, probably maybe because I knew that I couldn't at the time, you know, like yeah. I didn't envision marriage and babies as part of my future. So I'm just kind of catching up with it. Um, yeah. 
But I love, I'm coming around to the idea of I'm not into babies really. And I don't really want a baby. I understand that you have to have a baby to get to the point where I want to get to. But I love the idea of having a kid, like a little pal. Oh, you'd be so cute with a little pal, Jane. Yeah, but baby, that would be Andrea's territory altogether. But I love the idea of having a kid that you take out, play with and teach things and, you know, uh, but and I also like the idea of being old and having family around you and it not just being yeah. me and Andrea. Um, sure, you're going to have so, two, right? Isn't that what the psychic said? Yeah, I went to a psychic medium. Apparently, I'm going to have two, two strong ones. Mm. Two strong ones, which is mad to me. But, okay, to answer this woman's question, yes, I can see kids in my future. I'm not thinking about it immediately now, but me and Ro talked about how, like, a lot of uh, women who are in same-sex couples have to start thinking about it a lot earlier because, obviously, there's a lot more hoops you have to jump through to get to that point. Um, not to say that heterosexual couples have it so easy, but generally, yeah, you know, it, it is it is quite difficult. Obviously, straight couples have their difficulties too, but you have to save a lot of money and you have to plan, I suppose. And there's also legalities involved as well in, in uh, you know, uh, being legal guardians and all shit like that. Um, like you, you only get the legal guardian. You can only be on their birth cert if you use a fertility clinic in Ireland. Um, no. <clears throat> so I remember a couple of weeks ago, there was two women in yeah. Cork, I think, and they became the first in the country to both be on a birth certificate, which is bullshit because we think that we're all legal now since the referendum five years ago, but we're not. Um, that's correct, but there's still loads of shit. Like most women actually can't afford to use a fertility clinic in Ireland because it's yeah, so much more expensive. Yeah, yeah. So if I was, a lot of people would go to Spain. You know, you hear people go to Spain and stuff for IVF in Portugal. If, if we were to use Spain or Portugal or whatever, we would have the exact same legal barriers. Not being, not because I wouldn't carry the child, Andrea would. It'd be very difficult to get me on the child's birth certificate. Wow. Uh, which makes traveling with the child, making medical decisions, everything very, very difficult. In the eyes of the law, I'm a stranger to the child, basically. Bullshit, what if, bullshit. What if you do shared motherhood or whatever, it's, I think that's what it's called, where like it would be your egg in Andrea's body. You still so, don't have... From my understanding, it's not even... If I'm biologically related to the child, let's say it's my egg in Andrea, doesn't mean bullshit because it's whoever mothered oh. the child. So whoever gave birth to the child wow. is the legal mother. That's ridiculous. Isn't it insane? Anyway, and then don't get me started on men. Like, uh, gay male problem? couples have it worse. Do they? Well, it's it's much more you difficult because, oh huh? yeah, yeah, wow, they have to it's then just, adopt their child. It's just so insane. Like, what's the problem with putting the two people on the bloody birth cert? What are they afraid of? It's it's just there's just so many holes in the legislation. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. But anyway, back to this. I would like to have kids at some stage. Uh, I do think about names. Uh, we've talked about names all the time. Um, and yeah, I mean, somewhere down the line. Let's see how we get on with your kid first. <laughs> yeah, use that as a test. Oh God, I want everyone to have kids now. <laughs> I'm like, would you not? Would you not just start now? Like, would you not just get going, Jane? Go on. Andrea would in a heartbeat. Would she? Oh, oh in a heartbeat. Yeah. As I said, she's so excited about you. Do you know what happened to me yesterday? I, uh, I have had a huge cry in me for probably about six months that I can't get out. Really? Yeah. Don't I tell you this? 
No, we, I knew you were. I knew you were feeling top turvy. I didn't know you had a huge cry in you though. I had a huge cry in me that I couldn't get out. I've sat there, watched sad movies. I've sat there, looked at old VHS tapes. I've listened to sad songs. I've just sat there trying to get a cry out for months and months and months. And yesterday, I just... So uh, I was listening to a Guilty Pleasures playlist. Yeah. And... Uh, Did you on, cry to Abba, Jane? Huh? Did you cry to Abba? No. Um, randomly uh, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond came on and my mum's name is Caroline and my brother's having a baby in two weeks and he's naming the kid Ava Caroline Caroline's middle name and that song came on and I was literally just washing the dishes and I just burst out crying thinking about this little baby and like oh, how my brother God. named him named, this is going to name her after my mum and stuff and I got very emotional over this child of course he did it's going to be mad though uh, gorgeous you better cry now my child's born too I'll have, have you know yeah well I hope so because it really let off a bit of steam you know did you have a proper cry like oh I was Andrea came downstairs Andrea just ran upstairs we were about to leave the house like and Andrea <laughs> just came downstairs and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and sweet Caroline is flaring yeah and I was like it's fine it's really good I'm so happy it's finally out just thinking about the little baby. And that was the first time that I actually thought about, like, like I don't know. I don't really get emotional about kids, but. They're such a joy, though. Yeah. When my sister had her first baby, I, I was the same. And, like, it's the same situation because they're both abroad. Like, your brother's abroad and my sister's abroad. But um, it's just amazing the joy it brings to people, other people's lives. Not even just your family, but um, they're just the best of things ever, aren't they? It's a nice talking point. A nice... Uh... It's a nice little bit of uh, happy news in the middle of fucking two years of shite. Yeah, and it's great now. Hopefully now, not too long till you have a little niece in the world. There you go. That's it. A um, couple more questions anyway. I went off on a rant there. Um, I mean, a lot of people are just asking, you know, how are you feeling and stuff. Um, so I won't do that again. But uh, uh, hold on. Dude, I actually can't find any other questions. No, I think that was the main oh, one. Sorry, here's a good one. Last one. Very practical. This is very practical. What is maternity maternity leave like working from home? Will you be able to work up closer to the due date and take the time after? This got me thinking. I was like, oh God, like so I was thinking I'd just do the two weeks before I give birth, which most people do unless they get signed off earlier. Um but then when that person asked me, I was like, God, should I not just work closer to the due date and have that more time with the baby? And then I was like, because when you're working from home, obviously I'm not commuting and stuff. So actually I'd be able to work. But then, you know what I, I thought then? I was like, no, hold on a second here. The two weeks before I give birth are going to be the last two weeks I'll ever have alone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. To myself. And that, now that, did, that, did, that did freak me out. But then I was like, so... Maybe I should just take that time. I don't know. My work are very flexible. They're real chill about the whole thing. So I'll see. But I, I plan to in the beginning of August. It's like, And I plan to be off for maybe 10 months, I think. Hopefully. 10 months? Yeah. God, that'd be unreal. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully. But um, come here to me. Uh, another question from Andrea. Andrea just needs to have a conversation. Which is straight yeah, on with this. Yeah, Andrea needs to, need to have a chin wag now. Next time it's sunny, I'll come over. We'll sit outside your house. Do, because she was like, when's Ro going to ask me about crashes? Oh, I actually, um, I honestly, this is this is what I mean. I'm not a relaxed person, but I'm just too relaxed because another friend of mine who has a baby was like, have you thought about crashes? I'm like, I'm 22 weeks pregnant. 
And she's like, they are so booked out. Yeah. Their loot is expensive. Um, so I do, I do want to ask Andrea for recommendations and stuff because to consider. Andrea said that I think they have a waiting list that goes until 2023 or something. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> ask it. Yeah, next time the wedding's nice, spoil for a couple of years something to sit outside and ask her because uh, she was saying, she's mentioned a few times that she thought about crashes. So I will, I will. How are you meant to know? Like, see, I don't even necessarily know. Well, I will probably will still be living here, but. And how are you meant to know when? Like, what if I decide to take 12 months off? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, you'd have well, to okay. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the crashes is one thing that really freaks me out because it's looking like there'll be a thousand euro a month even for part time. It's mental. I know, it's fucking crazy. That's disgraceful. That's disgraceful. Do you know what's weird? I often think about like if me and Andrea have kids and like Andrea is like a, she's like a yeah. supervisor in a crash uh, in Montessori school. So I'm always like, what would be the point of you going back to work to earn kid. money? to give it to for someone else minded our kids. I know. It's, because it's, it's not like she gets paid well. Like it would like it would be almost the same amount she'd get paid a month that we'd have to pay out. Like it's, it's ridiculous. And even like a lot of women go back to work part time. And then if you go back to work part time, your salary's cut by 20%, 30%, whatever. And then are you making up enough to warrant then a crash fee? It's just really bleak. Now you do get the the government, the ECCE. When they're three. Oh yeah. So yeah, you need to ask Andrea years. all about this. Yeah, so two full years—that's twenty-four grand. You probably have to pay before you get there. Yeah, would your ma help? She would. Yeah. I uh, see. So you're very lucky in that sense, but I also feel bad for that generation who, yeah, poor parents who have their adult children living in their house who have to <laughs> mind their children. Like, no. and to be fair, like you know, she's almost seventy. You know, but um, hopefully she will. I mean, I'm planning that she will a day a week, and then I'll probably do four days. And Dave works freelance, so we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, that's the main thing that I find a bit like, oh, it's kind of stressful. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's just get the baby here. This is it. Speaking well, look, of, that was, it's, be- that it's, was very it's really, insightful now. It's really um going mad at me here and bouncing off my bladder, which I just didn't think would be happening at this point. But whenever I really need to pee. You need to go to the jacks. It's just whacking me. It's really uncomfortable. Can I say one thing that's so, what surprised me about pregnancy before I go and pace myself? Um, it's everything is gradual. So if you had, when I thought about being pregnant, I was like, oh my God, all of a sudden you have something kicking you. Is that insane? But it's so gradual. It starts off as no no movement. And then it's like a, a flutter. For me, it was like a vibration. And then it moves to a twinge. And then the twinge moves to a kick. So it's really gradual. It's amazing. And the same with like your bump you kind of stop noticing it because the changes are so small each week. So subtle, like. It's it's so gradual. So it's not that scary because it's actually just each step at a time and you feel like it's not just like, black, you know, one day you're huge and kicking. That was interesting. It's not something I thought about before. Well, I suppose, as I said, like it is quite a long time, like. So long. Like it's quite a long time. It's almost a full year. But yeah. then again, also it feels like it's flying as well, like. Yeah, it does. Like when you told me in January, like I can't believe we're at April now, mid-April. Yeah. Anyway. I can't wait for a little a little baby to talk about some something, some news. Do you know what can I just say is I keep thinking about like I know that you're very much thinking about okay, practicalities of a baby, blah blah blah. I keep thinking about like I wonder which one of you they're gonna look like more. 
what features of each year they're going to get and what their personality is going to be and what are they going to be into are they going to like sports are they going to like art are they going to be into music are they just like 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 it's a human like I find that really exciting like this is a little human that you're going to bring into the world that's that's going to become a teenager and an adult and get a job and well to be fair I have like the, what it looked like is that fascinates me and I'm always thinking about that especially in their 20 week scan she turned on the 3D because um, I think she felt bad because it was moving too much for a nice picture um, and when she turned it on I saw its ear and its little bicep and its little fist and I couldn't really get a good picture of the face because it was too early for 3D really to look to see features I might get a 3D later but I was like oh my god that's its face there it is it was wild and I was like who is it going to be like and we'll have long legs when Dave was born they told him he was the longest baby in Balmaslow. Oh, well, look at that, the longest baby in Balmaslow. Fair play to him. you see the size of him? He's lanky. He's lanky, but um, yeah, look, it's mad. But um, thank you for all the well wishes. It was lovely. Yeah, and sure, look, I'm, I'm sure you'll keep everyone updated as, as we... You'll probably just hear me getting more and more tired. and like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> in the summer. Pro- we'll probably have a little bit of a break in the summer while uh, Rose trying to get to grips with... The new Baba. Well, shy talk. Mad. Like, even recording the podcast, like, I just think it's gas. You know, it'd be weird. I'd be like, well, I have to. Yeah, it just, everything takes It'll more It'll be panic. a nice excuse to get out of the house when you see the week. Just be like, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God, even just to record in person would be great. I know. Look, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Yeah. Well, look, thanks oh, everyone for listening. Yeah, that was long. Wow. Oh, God, it was long and all. Jesus Christ. Well, look, I mean, big news. Big life-changing news. Well, I'm going to actually piss myself, so... Go on. Um, Thank you everybody for, for listening, guys. As always, uh, any review or share you can give us on your Instagram stories is so appreciated. It does wonders for a little podcast like ours, so please keep it up. Tell your mates. Flash into your WhatsApp group. Um, yeah, that's all. Have a lovely week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.